he told brother come get it Months passed by, caught him in the trenches You know what happened next, never mind forget it Remember I'm an artist, let me paint a picture This one repercussions, turn to competition Who gonna do it first? Have somebody weeping, this my dirty flow Ain't nobody sweeping, it's a war side Like the mark deep, bow bow in the face Turn the other cheek, who gon' call the mama when they land in the street? You know that pissed me off, so don't you say that shit to me. Body start dropping, people stop speaking. Now they in the streets playing hide and go seeking. Every week a funeral, it got different preachers. Depending on what I'm riding in, it got different yeah, features. Yeah, I just left the light in this bitch. I'm fitting to hit the shop in this shit. With some rims on it and some knock in this bitch. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 98 of the Splashcast, the ATL edition. I am your co-host, Reggie. I am your co-host, Norwood, and we are your HBCU homeboys. HBCU homeboys, Black Culture Awareness Month founders, uh, Dive Team Media, Splashcast, everything. We are those guys. We are them. I am him. He is him. Uh, what they call him? Himothy. Thimothy. We <laughs> him. Himzel Washington. Ah, Himzel Washington. Uh, but y'all know what it is when it comes to the ATL edition, man. We talk about the Hawks and Dream. About to be Dream season. Uh, Braves and Falcons, man. We're gonna go ahead and start off with the Hawks. Uh, do I want to start out with the Hawks? Do I really want to start out yes. with the Hawks? No, you don't want to, but this is the ATL edition. That is where this belongs, and sometimes you just want to get it over with, kind of like this season. So, I really wish I could, like, mute AJ for this entire segment. <laughs> but the Hawks ended up finishing – what did they finish? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Eighth. I was right. Eighth. I was right. No, not eighth. They finished. Uh, oh, 41 and 41. Yes. Exactly 500. Mid. The Hawks Mediocre. finished 41 and 41. We were awful. We were mid. We were regular. And for this team to finish 41 and 41 is a disrespectful disservice to everything that was put together by Nate, everything that was put together by uh, uh, Travis Schlink. Travis Schlink. Um, it's literally the worst start that could happen for Dan, Dan, uh, Quinn Snyder. Here's why. Oh, absolutely. Because Quinn Snyder was hired 20 games ago, 20 games ago. By being hired 20 games ago, you went 10 and 10. You went net zero. You went inconsequential. You went nothing. The Hawks were thirty-one and thirty-one when they got when he hired him. He was supposed to, you know, improve and it was supposed to be a tryout and all this other stuff. They went thirty-one and thirty-one. Now they went forty-one and forty-one. And when, well, I'm gonna let you go because you always make the point of the talent of this roster is way better than the record that is shown. That <clears throat> that has to be the 
biggest and most it's the biggest issue for me. This team yeah. is really, really good. And it's a waste of time. It's a waste of talent. And I don't I go between I don't know if the team is selfish, and this is not just trade, this is the entire team, or if we just have a really low basketball IQ and we just don't know what we're doing. But the talent is there, but the execution leaves so much to be desired. So I'm gonna say something. Let's okay. I gotta be nice. So Why? Trey did have we had one of the most embarrassing games, embarrassing losses of all time. The Philadelphia 76ers played nobody. They did not play any starters. They played George Yang. I said that right this time, right? I disrespected him Niang. last time. Niang. Um, they played a G League player. They played Jade McDaniel. Paul Reed. Paul Reed. Springer. When I say all of these names, Yang is probably the only name that you recognize if you're not a 76ers fan. That means they didn't play James Harden, no Joel Embiid, he was, no P.J. Tucker, to be exact. no P.J. Tucker, no uh, Tyrese Maxey, no Melton, no nobody. It was Shake Milton. Shake Milton and the Pips, and they beat us. <laughs> they beat us. The Hawks mm-hmm. lost that game. Oh, and I got to finish. The Hawks had all five, had their whole team, all starters. And the crazy thing yeah. is, Trey had 20, 20, he had 25 points. No, 28 points and 20 assists. Trey was wheeling and dealing. The Hawks were out there playing basketball out of this world. And we gave up 136 points to the no star Philadelphia. They took 76ers. the defense. When he left, he said, I'll be taking the defense with me. And now we don't know how to even attempt to play defense anymore. We love 30-point quarters so much, we let every team have one. Um, This was a night filled with career highs and season highs for everybody on the Sixers because these guys never play basketball. Um, I will say that we... we, We we lost to San Antonio after being up by like 25 to 20 points. This somehow is an even worse loss than that loss. Worst loss of the season. We find we find a way to embarrass ourselves, and this game was completely inconsequential. Before the game was over, the seating was already decided. No, so Mac McClung didn't cook us. We embarrassed ourselves for no reason, and we were doing our damnedest to try to beat a backup Sixers team, and lost because they played harder than us. They play smarter than us, and they play tougher than us. It is what it is. I ain't going to lie. And what I was about to say was, now, the starters did play well in the first half, and then Quinn did play. I will, This is the only quarter piece of bail I'm shooting. He played the bench pretty much the whole second and third quarter. He didn't play the starters really at all. Um, after and then he brought Trey back in the fourth, and he basically left the bench on and then played one starter with the bench the, the whole game. So Trey would come on and he would play with the bench. Then Dejounte would play. 
Then once Philly started getting close, he started bringing the starters to back together. And I was like, it's too late now. We about to, as soon as we went to overtime, I was like, we about to lose this game. They ain't overtime. As soon as we got to the fourth quarter, I was like, oh, they were done four. It's over. And and Bob and Dominique were kind of like trying to hint at that. They were like, who? Boy, sure we would be nice. If we had a little space here. And I'm looking like, well, well the space ain't, the space never materialized. We're gonna lose this game. So, okay, I gotta be positive before I I go in on basketball IQ. Shout out to AJ Griffin. Um, one piece of the puzzle that Quinn Snyder, who we found out was living in Costa Rica at the time that they contacted him with his family. Um. He might have should have stayed. Yeah, I'd have stayed. Uh, the development. Jalen Johnson, we talk about him all the time. Uh, um, Nyeko Kungu has even gotten better since Quinn, and Nyeko Kungu was already good. Now, A.J. Griffin, who has seemed to have lost, had lost his confidence because he had dropped all the way down to 25% shooting. Nate took him out of the rotation. Quinn didn't have him in the rotation. He kind of was holding his head a little bit. He's gotten back on on track. Um, he's hit a hundred. He's hit a hundred three pointers this season, uh, which is he's one of four Hawks to only do that ever. Um, joining Trey Young, Kevin Herter, and DeAndre Hunter. Ironically, all of those people were on the same team at one point. Um, joining joining them as the only rookies in Hawks history to shoot a hundred threes, and he did that with playing significantly less time than all three of those guys. Exactly. That was going to be my exact point. Was if he played an adequate amount of minutes for this entire season, he broke that record. He destroys that record. That little one oh nine, I would have blew through that if he played the appropriate amount. But shout out to Nate for not playing him. You did take the defense, <laughs> but you also, you know, didn't develop anybody. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. A lot of people say we better not waste Griffin's talents. I don't want to waste his talents, but well, let me let me take the camera off because I don't want to talk bad. Jalen John, if I had to choose right now, I'm picking Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson is a point forward, legit. No, no. What? No, I I disagree. Not I, not. I mean, like he like. Let me be very clear. Yes, he is. But the ability to shoot from anywhere on the floor and just make constant good decisions. I mean, AJ Griffin, and AJ Griffin is, the, I think, the second youngest player in the NBA. Uh, AJ Griffin got, he got it. He's he's got it. Now Jalen, I like, but I, I think his he has a high ceiling. But AJ Griffin is an NBA player today. So you right? picking the the higher floor than the higher ceiling? Yeah, and the ability to shoot. Yeah, well, he's a shooter. I mean, so so yeah, you're picking a higher floor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just said Jalen has a higher ceiling. Well, that means if you're not picking a guy with a higher ceiling, you think AJ Griffin has the higher floor. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Jalen Johnson has the higher ceiling. Um, ironically, this is a Norwood point. I think you could get another shooter, good decision maker, somewhere in the draft. I I think it'd be more difficult to replace Jalen than it would be to replace AJ Griffin. Uh, especially on the money you have him and the way that Quinn Snyder is playing with pushing the ball up court no matter who gets the ball. Jalen, when he gets in, he pushes the ball up court. 
Him and, and Okungwu are crazy. They um, should have been monsters together for the last two seasons. Just working out, pushing each other, power forward, center tandem, and you should have them going. That that to me was just a unbelievable mismanagement of talent, and it's disappointing. Yeah. So shout out to AJ Griffin, man. Shout out to 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 the young boys finally getting some some burn. I look for Tyrese Martin to get some burn next year. I don't know how because we don't really have a lot of spots. Well, yeah, we do. I know he can get it in. Holiday brother, bye bye. Um. Oh yeah. Gone. Never to see to be seen this way again. <laughs> so let's talk about this Philly game again. Because we did play the, the Celtics today. Um we lost our bench lost to the Celtics bench the same way the starters lost to the Celtics starters. The yeah, Celtics this is, shot this is hit some 20, game. Celtics hit like twenty six threes. Um I will say we were playing Bruno Fernando and they were playing like their sixth man off the bench. So it is what it is. But I think we've talked about it before. The Hawks issue isn't, yes, they're selfish sometimes. DeAndre Hunter, A.J. Griffin that time, which is why he fell out of the rotation for a little bit because he was not passing the ball either. Um, Trey, DeJounte got a little bit of DeJounte got a little bit of it in him too. Uh, yeah, keep, I want to see Hunter's, but at least DeJounte averaged for the season like six assists. Hunter's Turnover to assist ratio has to probably be god off. Yeah. Um, he has no ability to help anybody get open. But the thing is, even with all that and the bad defense, including the bad defense, we still have the second rank offense. Like we we have we score the most points in the game, I think. We average the most points in the game. Yeah. We have the longest yes, streak of hundred point games. Points, yeah. We but have all of that. Play defense. Not even the defense. It's not even the defense. Even though the defense is bad. Our late game decision making, and when I say our, this is squarely on Trey Young. Our late game decision making is god awful. It is horrible. It is wretched. There is no execution. Um, It is no matter. I feel like they don't even call plays because they know that they're just going to give Trey or Trey's going to take the ball and do what he wants to do. He's going to call clear out and I'm going to do what I want to do. That. Wave them off. You know, you know that 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 in the game strategy has to be the most. And he ha- like, I told you, I think he's crazy. He so, has the belief every time that he's gonna hit this shot. So against the Seventy Sixers, he he had the ball. There were ten seconds left in the game. Nine point six seconds left on the shot clock. No, I'm sorry. 10 seconds left in the game, 8.6 seconds left on the shot clock. Trey, this is lack of awareness, lack of basketball IQ we talk about, is watching the game clock instead of watching the shot clock. Waves off. The teammates, John Collins comes to try to set a screen. He waves them off, says no, too much time. Capella comes is like, what are you doing? By the time he realizes that, oh, I messed up, it's too late, and he shoots the ball, and I think it's blocked or something like that. And we have a yeah, shot clock man. violation. That is embarrassing. That's unreal. That's that's at the in game eighty one that you have an end of the game execution problems. I don't look for us 
to even we'll be the eight seed or we'll get bounced out. I don't think we're gonna beat Miami because our IQ is too bad. It's too bad, and that's squarely yeah. on Trey. They you they can't pay you that much money and you be that wrong. That that is one that you just really can't do. You you can't have a shot clock violation at that time against that team, against that G League team. You can't do that. And the defense so bad, everybody had a had a uh, season high. See, Every player either, had either a season, season high. high or a career, career high. high. Every player. Career high. But y'all know that. You come to play the Hawks, this is your chance to get off all the shots that you use. This should be on offense like a practice. Play very aggressively. Shoot all the shots you typically don't shoot. You know, we ain't going to play no defense. So Tuesday is the pregame. I'm the pregame. Tuesday is the well, – I guess it is the pregame. Tuesday is the play-in. Oh, it's the pregame. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, we are going to lose to Miami. If you listen to me say every week on the podcast here, Miami owns us, mind, body, and soul. And we're probably going to get destroyed. I saw you, Dan, Udonis Haslam put up like 20 in his last regular season game. 24. I assume he probably gives us like – Probably 50. <laughs> I'm not going to disrespect us like that. But oh, if wait, the Hawks don't... have any respect when it comes to, to the Miami Heat? If the Hawks don't play team basketball and you steadily try to be a one-man show, not pass the ball, our offense is amazing when we actually pass the ball. That's why our bench is so good. No, most of the time. Our bench is actually good because they actually play team ball. Nobody, Jalen John. that's why I like Jalen, that's why, I, to harken back, that's why I would say Jalen Johnson more than AJ, although I wouldn't want to give either one of them up. But if I had to choose, because Jalen Johnson can pass the ball very, very well, and he's 6'9", six, six, and he can jump, and he can run, dribble, and he can pass. I know AJ Griffin right shoot. now. If if he like that's the difference. AJ Griffin is pretty complete. I do think that he will get better on defense. As he gets better on defense, that really eliminates a lot of holes in his game. Yeah, it's just but awareness. Jaylen, it's just awareness. Jalen Johnson, is, his height and speed, and his ability to pass, makes him a very interesting pro- project. But. The shot needs to really come along. Well, his shot is all confidence right now, right? It, he doesn't have enough confidence to where, what do they say? The difference between somebody that's great at something and good at something, you do it till you get it right. The person that's great at it does it till they can't get it wrong. Like, he's yeah. at the point where he's trying to do get the shot to where he can get it right. Once he gets yeah. to the point where it's, it's fluid, because right now his shot isn't fluid. A.J. Griffin's shot is fluid. You pass him the ball. It's a slow little windup, oh. but it's every time he gonna hit it. He, he gonna, gonna shoot it's, it. It's, he's gonna j- confidently shoot it. He's just re- his his intelligence. He's definitely a coach's kid. He knows where to be. If there's a short pass to make, he can make it. He doesn't take a lot of wild or stupid shots. He plays he plays basketball in a way that he should be on the floor. Correct. And but with Jalen, his shot is more. He has to Hold think on. about it. Like he takes it and he like you can tell he's thinking about the shooting form 
and sorry for the visual, but he's thinking about the shooting form as he's shooting. Like he doesn't just catch and shoot. It's catch, thumb out, uh, pinky out, thumb press forward, elbow tucked in, release, flip wrist. That's his whole thought process during shooting the ball. He's got to get out of that part. And once he gets out of that part, it's crazy for him. It's crazy for that's him. That's my that's my thing is AJ Griffin is confident. If you pass me a ball, I'm gonna shoot it, I'm gonna make it, even when I don't make it. On the other hand, I just he's shooting it and he's hoping, hey, I hope this shot goes in. So let me ask you a question. We had this we had this real conversation earlier yesterday. And I'm going to ask it to you now since the play-in's coming. Obviously, the Hawks are about to make some moves in the offseason. We don't know what they are, but we have an idea. We think it's going to be John Collins. They're going to move on from him. With the way that Jalen Johnson is finishing the season, is there a world where you keep Jalen and John and trade Hunter? Because... Jalen could be the he could be the Draymond, he could be the Draymond for the Hawks. They love they love Hunter and they hate Collins. And it's time for Collins to go. There's no point. Don't continue to keep wasting his time. You guys are never going to find a way to to get him the right amount of shots. So just move on. I, I'm at peace with it. I want it to be over now. And then I guess reallocate the shots and see see where we play from there. AJ be trying but. to bait us. Tristan Thompson signed to the Lakers. He says he's the MVP. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, there's a joke, a Kardashian joke there. I saw it. I saw it. And <laughs> you saw me going it right across. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to do it. That man wants to have his family back together. Oh man, he's trying to get his post post playing career off the ground. So we ain't gonna hate on you, but um, I hope the Hawks beat. Oh, back to so you you think they get rid of? Uh, ain't nobody coming to see Tristan Tristan Kardashian? <laughs> Tristan Kardashian. So you think that John is out of there? So John is out of there, and they keep all the other pieces. That means you think they're gonna sign Sadiq Bay? I don't understand how the Sadiq Bay thing works. But I feel like Hunter you kind of use a lot of you 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 kind of use a lot of seconds for him, but we don't really use seconds anyway. So I don't I don't I don't know how much they feel. But he's got one more year on the on the deal, right? He's he's got one more year. Oh, uh, he might. I thought he was a free agent I think he, after this. No, I don't think he's. Uh, yeah, I think he has one more year. I think this is his last year. Uh. But you will want to sign him, you know, realistically before if you yeah. think he's going to be on the team. If you really believe in him, this is the time to sign him. You get, you, you got to sign, sign him, him now because I think right now he's probably going to get a contract that's cheaper than John Collins if you extend him this this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I understand, he's interested in having basically a uh, DeAndre Hunter type of deal. So if you do that, then to me, if you sign him – this is your starting five. Your starting five is Trey, DeJounte, Sadiq Bay, DeAndre Hunter, and no Clint defense. Capella. Clint Capella. And no defense. Now, when we play Giannis, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> start start Onyeko Kungu, I guess. 
Pray. That's the, that's the only thing we can do at that point is pray. Just say. Hey, but there's no know. real big yeah. fours out there. Pause if necessary. Like big power forwards that play big man basketball. There's nobody. Name it like a power forward that plays big man basketball. I agree, but this this just for what they want to do that might work, and then make Jalen and Bogey come off the bench. That's that's not bad, but we for sure know John is out of there though. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I think. Don't for get me. sure. They they keep tell like I'm also I want him to go, but they're gonna struggle finding a better asset. That's always their issue is you can't find a way to get better. And I don't think they want to commit to getting worse. The better asset would be to get a backup three. That's, I mean, that's the if you're gonna if you're gonna trade John Collins, the, I'm not not saying get better, but to for the team in terms of the team getting better, you got to get a backup three. And you make Jalen the backup four or combo forward, and you get like a two three somewhere in there. I'm I'm done with the speculation for now, because I don't understand the tendencies of this new team yet. Well, I don't really know the tendencies yet, so I'm gonna just see how it plays out. Yep, I see. Well, I, I think that. Do you think that? Is there any way? Is there any stratosphere where Trey is on the table to be traded? Jalen Jalen Brown tries to force his way out. Jalen Brown, somebody forces their way out. Jalen Brown, Anthony Edwards. That's it. And I said, and I said Anthony Edwards on purpose because before he was like, no, nah, they ain't doing nothing. They love him. And then Rudy Gobert decided to swing. And as much as you love Anthony Edwards and Minnesota love Anthony Edwards, the NBA is a player's league. And if they want to leave, right. they will leave. And there's nothing you can do about it. And the Hawks have a star that they could trade for him or Jalen Brown. And they're both from Atlanta. So yeah, that's that that's was, my that scenario. Was, there's, but there's nobody else because there, there's nobody else available. There's nobody else available. You're not going to get SGA, right? That's that's another person that you would trade Trey for. OKC ain't doing that unless they think that Trey's going to sell him out every game. He would, though. He would be the kid. OKC always has to be open to the option of trade. And you can still do that with the team they got. They still wouldn't have to trade Trey. I mean, trade SGA. They put SGA at the two. Oh, no. Oh, you're not getting Trey without SGA. You, no. I ain't taking I'm not taking that either. They have all the picks. They have all the I'm pieces that no you need. Picks. No picks. Unless get, it's Wimbiana. That's the get, only pick. You could get Lou Dort. You could get uh, Man, you get slew door. <laughs> no, <laughs> here you go. You don't, you don't I'm know. Not taking, I mean, I'm day. not taking. I'm not taking like. It's ironic that you say you like, wouldn't take that and you hate Trey. That's hilarious. But I can't take. I can't take Giddy because then it just makes the trade look worse and worse and worse. You already in, started out with Luca. Now if you end up with damn Lou Dort and Josh Giddy, you're gonna be like. 
You traded uh, I mean, you Luka know, Doncic they, they, and ended they up with Blue Door and Josh Giddy. I mean, they kind of in all, both of them in the same boat. Trey and Luca. Oh yeah. <laughs> Luca did confirm that he's not mad though. He likes it in Dallas. Mark Cuba said, "Listen, this is the check that's blank. <laughs> that's what oh, that yeah. conversation was about. <laughs> You're hey, whatever it is, we'll max it." Yeah, and sneaky. And, I know. I know and, you were saying. And that. you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? It does look like Christian Wood is going to be out in Dallas. If we do have to get rid of John Collins, I think that he would be an excellent Philly. I wouldn't want to trade him. Uh, he, no, 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 no. He's uh, he's done. Like we could just sign him. We no, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. To oh, to anybody. I thought you were talking about trade him to Dallas. I was like. If I'm Trey Young, there's no way I allow that. No way I, I would, I would. If I have any power in the organization and the or power that we think, you cannot yeah. trade John Collins to to Dallas. That that is the one place that if I was John Collins, I would be trying to get to, and that is the one place that if I'm Atlanta, hey bro, you better uh you better be you better. Kawhi Leonard. You better get somebody to get you there. We are not sending you there straight. Mm-hmm. You gonna have a layover somewhere, big dog. We are sending you to Portland. Uh, <laughs> but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the Hawk segment. It's the end of the regular season. We are now in the pre, uh, the pregame, the play-in, whatever you want to call it. I would not be surprised if we win this game. I don't believe we can beat um Miami just because we don't guard the three-point line well, but. And they only play, the only thing that they do is shoot threes and give the ball to Jimmy or Bam. They don't do anything else. Um, but Kyle Lowry and who's there too? Who's the two on their team? Tyler Hero. Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero can get exposed by Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Their yeah, defense is you, awful. You know the Heat are going to double team Trey and then it'll be over. If Quinn Snyder is any good coach that he's supposed to be, you do not let Trey bring the ball up. You play Trey with Jalen Johnson, and you let Jalen bring the ball up. Because now Jalen's getting guarded by Max Struess. And we taking Jalen Johnson on that, coming up to court athleticism all day. You have to coach this game, Quinn Snyder. You cannot just let Trey run you over and give him the ball, and then we get trapped at half court, and we have five straight turnovers, and he shoots half court. You can't do that. You have to coach this game because Eric Spolstra is a good coach. He go, he drops to a zone. He traps us. He does all the stuff, they, and they whoops they our ass every time. To lose this game, they are going in to beat us, and then hang, and then that be the end of that. So don't think that they're gonna be asleep. Their plan is to beat us and go home, and no, and send us home. Yep, will send us to the other game. Yeah, so. We'll 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 be back. Y'all know we'll be back on uh, uh next Saturday, laughing or laughing. We're gonna laugh because of our failure, or laugh because we actually made it to the playoffs, and we're gonna life, play Boston. Life is life. Life is life. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, hey, this is our hawk. This is our Falcon segment. The draft is coming. That's all we really know. We don't really have nothing else to talk about. You figure out who they're gonna draft because every week it's a different person. Uh, I think the new pick of the week is the cornerback from Oregon. Oregon. What is his Gonzalez. name? Christian Gonzalez. He seems to be the guy that everybody says we're going to get. He had but one good season. Every week is a new person. So, 
We don't know. But um, boom, that's the Falcon segment. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with our final segment of the night, the Braves segment, where the Braves have started off hot, even though they got cooled off by San Diego this weekend. Boy. That was my fault. I watched <laughs> the game today, and they hit. I just had to cut it off. They hit all the home runs. I said, I was like, you know what? Clearly, this is not the game I'm supposed to watch. But we'll get there. <laughs> but y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Listen to the Splash Cast 36-pack uh, made by Norwood out on Wednesdays. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our final segment of episode 98 of the Splashcast, the ATL edition, the Brave segment, man. It is baseball season. Go Bravos, chop on, do the things. You see the placard right there over my left shoulder. Uh, 2021 World Series champion. champion the only team to know how to act. <laughs> only team to know how to act, man. But, um... The Braves started off hot, man. We are now we are now five and three. We started off four and uh, four and one. Um, Ronald Acuna is back. It must have heard Norwood and heard me say that Austin Riley was the MVP last year because he was hurt and he has started off. Scoff, with, I scoff at that with a bang. Um, not only has he hit a couple home runs, he has four stolen bases. Uh, the thing about the stolen bases, and you can tell that Ron Washington and um, Brian Snicker and everybody has really looked at this new stolen base rule. Uh, you can only throw a pickoff pitch twice in an at-bat. So after you throw a pickoff pitch twice in an at-bat, or twice in a row, I think it's twice in an at-bat and twice in a row, you can no longer try to pick off a player. So that's right. one of the rules you get, that the, you get two attempts to pick off after the second attempt. If you go and try again, it is automatically a ball. And these were all rules made to speed up the game, which, as we discussed last week, is actually kind of working. Um, so, but here's a, here's some notes about. We'll talk about freestyle bases. So here you go. This is Ronald Acuna. So you see right there, he's pointing. That's two. That's two. So there's one, there's two, and that's when he looks over and is like, that's two, right? He can't do nothing, right? Bet. Because he can no longer try to, try to uh, and I don't think the pitcher knew that, but he can no longer try to still pick him off. So that's a free stolen base. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. That so, base, so for the people who, number one, are just listening, this allows a person, if you're a base runner, if you know that there is no way that he can pick off, you'll get a much larger lead on every time that you're on the base path because they can't try to pick you off. So you are basically a water to free stolen base. You, yeah, you're running on everything. Yeah. And I think yeah. this is going to be great for Ronnie. Ronnie is going to eat this up. So for the first four days of 2022, there were 49 games, 29 stolen bases, 14 caught stealing. First four games of 2023 this season, 50 games. 70 stolen bases, only 14 caught stealing. There's been 41 more stolen bases this year because of the new rule. And it's basically just giving away giving away bases. 
I love this baseball. You needed something to make this game more exciting. Stolen bases sure as hell does it. Great job. <laughs> so, uh, not only has Ronald Acuna been stealing bases and playing well, uh, he had a, a hell of a series against the Nationals, um, the Expos. So, Expos. So, but this is a, also he came in against the Padres, and in Game One, the Padres were close to hitting a home run. Ronald Acuna with the robbery at the at the wall. Um, if it wasn't for this, we ended up winning this game six five. If it wasn't for this, we probably end up losing this game. So shout out to Ronnie, man, for doing this. It's that's fantastic. And, and if he's such a different baseball player, healthy. Yeah, it's crazy. He's, he's crazy. he he's a monster. And on top of that, I hope one day it's like right now he's just healthy, so he's not injured. If he would ever just take, because he's got a little like a little Luca too, where he ain't really the best in shape. Yeah, no, nah, he'll never he really be in shape. Re- but he's been hurt for two years, though. That's 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 the reason I'm saying, like, if he ever gets a chance to really get in good shape, he could be a a Hall of Fame baseball player. Yeah, one hundred percent. He could be playing well. Uh, he is playing well. I'm sorry. So between Acuna stealing bases, he's already hit a couple home runs. I think our one, two, three uh, guys were going into the Padres series. We were uh, 18 of 24 batting. Everybody was 6 of 8, which is insane with like four or five home runs. Um, So we've kind of got something at the top of this lineup. And if we can get something at the bottom of the lineup, we will be playing pretty, pretty well. So y'all remember Von Grissom, right? Von Grissom was supposed to be the heir apparent to Dansby Swanson after Dansby Swanson left and went to – to Chicago for the money. Then Von Grisham was demoted to AAA, and Orlando Arcia was uh, voted on as being the starter because of his glove play. Orlando Arcia has been playing out of his mind in the field. Um, the thing about Von Grissom is, and that's Orlando Arcia, he's playing so well, they gave him a three-year contract extension. The thing about Von Grissom the Braves have a home run hat. <laughs> uh, Got is, uh, is that Von Grissom hits home this... runs. Uh-oh. You still there? This is tricky because the biggest concern was Von Grissom hitting in the minor so far. But our is already game-winning RBI. He's making plays in the field. He's hitting home runs. It's crazy to say this, but it's a really good problem to have. To have a yeah, uh, they're playing I, good I, baseball. And a... Von Grissom was actually sent down to AAA because of his errors in the field. It really wasn't anything going on at the at home plate. He's playing well at home plate. It was really just the errors in the field that made him. Um, that made him pretty terrible. That sent him down to AAA. If he could just not make errors in the field, he was good to go. This this is a good Braves problem to have, and and honestly, we'll, we're going to talk about it here in a few minutes. Um, but as many injuries as we've had to have a 
a backup at a position that's more than equipped is a problem that we should be thankful to have. Yeah, man. So with these injuries, dog, um, we already talked about Max Freed. Max Freed ended up being put on IR after four pitches. Um, there's Arcia's home run, by the way. That's what I was trying to get reloaded for some reason. Arcia has been hitting home runs, and he's been playing well. That's the new Braves hat. <laughs> um, the Braves' injuries is so disheartening because for the past four years, when did we win? 2021? For the past four years, we've been World Series champion contenders. Aside from the year that we won, somebody has gotten hurt every year that has been integral Man. to us either winning or defending our title. 2020 was Mike Soroka. We won it in 2021, even though Charlie Morton ended up breaking his leg in the second game of the World Series. 2022... Uh, uh, Acuna tears his AC. No, 2000. Yeah, 2000. I'm sorry, 2021. Acuna gets hurt. We strike gold. Thanks, good Alex Anthopoulos for basically winning with a committee type thing. Um, but Acuna gets hurt. 2022. Acuna's not healthy all the way. Soroka comes back and is hurt. Um, 2023. Mike's back. Mike Soroka still isn't up here. We end up losing Mac Mike, our ace and. Uh, freed where we had to start Bryce Elder and Dylan Dodd. Bryce Elder and Dylan Dodd have like two years of combined experience in the major leagues. We ended up winning that game. They were really, really good against St. Louis. Hey, we'll take it. We will surely take it right now. But I just How need the Braves to get healthy, dog. If the Braves can just get healthy, we're good to go. Good to go. And I will say this does give, you know, the younger guys an opportunity to step up insulated by still having a really good team around them. So even though you have players who are injured, our team is pretty good. So they're not expecting you to go out on a nightly basis, try to win the game by yourself. Yeah, I will say that now where this does come, where these injuries play and where they come in is against teams like San Diego, San Diego. Oh yeah. With Juan Soto, Tatis Jr. didn't even play, but literally everybody else on that team, Manny Machado, everybody can hit home runs on that team. Um, He's still suspended. (laughs) Tatis, no, he's reinstated. Yeah. He's hurt. He got hurt on his day off, but, or the year off. Uh, (laughs) It was there. I had to take the shot. It was there. I had to. I had to. Um, Do you read before? (laughs) You said what? Do, you Do I breathe before the shot? You finna no, snipe no. somebody. You, no, L, you know, hold L2, brother. Gotta hold your breath. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Pow. Hold L2. <laughs> Gotta hold L2, bro. Um, yeah. uh, but with the injuries piling up, especially to the pitching staff, when you play teams like San Diego, you play teams that have, like Philly, that has the ability to hit the ball out of the park, like the Mets, where you can't really, you can't really have any mistakes when you play a lot of young pitchers. Those mistakes are deadly. And that's what happened against the Padres. The Padres might be the National League favorite this year on the hockey. It's got to be the Braves, the Padres, the Dodgers, and probably the Mets on the National League. That's pretty much it. 
I don't think there's anybody else really threatening. Nobody believes yeah, in St. Louis I mean, or Milwaukee or Chicago. None of the Chicago teams, even though one's American. Uh, nobody believes in the national We league. have run our race. Focus on us. Get healthy and play good baseball. That's all we're asking of you guys. Yep. That's so it. we're not, we're not going to do a whole bunch of scheduled surfing yet. I mean, it is April. Um, yeah, we, we just getting into the season, and everybody is hurt. So hopefully the Braves can stay healthy because um, we will be seeing the Dodgers. Our, our resident Dodgers fans um, will be in the chat talking big noise. I know they will be. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the ATL edition of episode 98 of the Splash Cast. We talked about in the pregame, a whole lot of violence and speed. Uh, speed and Kids violence. Kids can get it too. Kids can get it too. Uh, Hawks segment embarrassing loss inexcusable loss we are now hoping that we can <laughs> now hoping that we can beat the That's heat chill that does oh, not man, bode nah. well for us we, playing the no, heat no we are hoping that we can beat the raptors and or the bulls <laughs> i don't care who we play i'm cons- i'm i'm this is a schedule loss but as far as i'm concerned it can't be can't be and I'm going to tell you right now, Jimmy Butler will fight somebody in the locker room if they whoop us all season and then, and then lose. Us, oh, my goodness. He go we'll full Rudy, Rudy Gobert. He'll just go. He'll <laughs> yeah, Rudy push, yeah, yeah. Jimmy will just end up in Philly. That's all I have. He'll just leave and go to Philly. Um, And then we talked about the Braves. Uh, the Braves starting out hot. Now we're going to see what our team is made out of. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Norwood, if we didn't fin- miss anything, Ooh, excuse take me, a breath, excuse me, bless you, me. and take us out, brother. Yes. Uh, once again, fantastic episode number 98. Before we go there, though, we want to remind you always, 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 like, follow, subscribe, tell other people about the podcast. Also, 36 packs every Wednesday. I've been consistently been able to find 36 good songs. Once again, you will get another 36 this week. Uh, I will be delivering that on Wednesday. All right. Now let's close this thing out in true uh, podcast form. Also, happy Easter, happy Easter, happy Easter. I don't know how we uh, didn't cover that earlier. With that said, number one, number one, number one, more black baseball and more black beaches. Number two, <laughs> more black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Yes, we, we rolling with more black beaches. And number three, the historically black college university you graduated from, your cousin graduated from, your auntie graduated from, that person who was at the barbershop used to take you to get your hair cut, send some money over there to that school on behalf of them. The historically black college university, the one that in your neighborhood, the one that you live, go to see step shows, homecoming, anything on the yard send some money over there. And then finally, the greatest learning institution in all the world, and I'm sure Sneaky will agree with that too, the Hampton University. We will take it's something as low as 1868 on behalf of the years, that uh, the year that Hampton was uh, founded. Thank you, guys. Another fantastic episode. Pray for me, man. These Hawks are, are fools. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> Love y'all. Be safe. See y'all tomorrow, 8 o'clock sharp. Peace out. Yeah, doing it raw. Yeah. Welcome to the Splash Cast. You can find us at the link below.
You can find the podcast versus audio and visual on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Our social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter is at underscore the Splashcast. We can also be found on Twitch. We can be found on Facebook, TikTok. Also below that, those are our episode playlists. The newest one is always up. We can be found on Apple Music. We can be found on Spotify. There is a playlist home, which is for all of the different playlists. And then we have the playlist master list, which is every song that's ever been on any of the playlists. And of course, for all of you podcasters, we can be found on Anchor at the Splashcast. This is the Splashcast weekly schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's a Splash Cash 24, 12, or 36 pack, just depending on the music. Thursday, for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday, they can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, we bet beers for Saturday morning live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com. And of course, via Instagram at thesplashcast. Take me off the market, take me off the map. I'm trying to hit the group chat and tell them it's a coming rescue me. Take me out the club, take me out the trap. Take me off the market, take me off the map. I'm trying to hit the group chat and tell them it's a rap. I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. Okay, remember that. You didn't come this far just to come this far. Yep. I saw it on the internet. <laughs> I don't really know how to confess my love. Really seem like I want to test my love for you who don't know how to express my love. That's why American Express is my love for you. I need you, yeah, I really do. Tell me what to do. Okay. Tell me what to do. Okay. Tell me what to do. All I know is hit the mall to see what damage I could do. Okay. I give you the world, but there's other planets too. And I need someone to be patient with me. Someone to get money when I take it from me.